In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. truly materials of this classification level, and it's been publicly reported elsewhere that there were uh, materials related to nuclear programs, for example. If there was that sensitive level of information being held, why did Justice Department officials wait 18 months after the end of the Trump presidency? What changed that made this immediate? Well, I don't know exactly what the uh, the government, the Justice Department, was aware of in terms of what the president continued to retain. Uh, at some point, they learned, uh, I think, back in January, that the president had materials uh, at Mar-a-Lago. They then obtained 15 boxes. Whether they thought they got it all at that time and were misled, or they thought that what remained wasn't classified, uh, I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, of course, uh, you if, don't. Uh, the Trump people represented that they provided all the classified or national security information and didn't, uh, that's a serious problem. And I can tell you, anyone in the intelligence community that had uh, documents like that marked top secret SCI uh, in their residence after authorities went to them, um, you know, they would be under serious investigation. Uh, you know, the president um, has broad declassification authority when he is in office, but typically a declassification is memorialized in some way. Um, can you seek out the answer to the question of whether there actually is record of whether Donald Trump declassified that? That's his defense here, that anything he had, he had already declassified. Uh, yes, uh, we should determine, uh, you know, whether there was any effort 
uh, during the presidency to go through the process of declassification. I've seen no evidence of that, nor have they presented any evidence <laughs> of that. Uh, the idea, first of all, a former president has no declassification authority. Right. And the idea that 18 months after the fact, Donald could Trump, Trump could simply announce, well, I'm, you know, uh, retroactively declassifying or Which whatever Trump like had the effect of declassifying Which he didn't and, do. Uh, is absurd. That's uh, spin. But nonetheless, the statutes the Justice Department are uh, asserting in the search warrant uh, don't even require that they still be classified. If they would be damaging to national security, it's a problem. It's a major problem. There it uh, is. And, you know, finally, I'd like to add the, the reaction of many of my Republican colleagues uh, and, and those around the former president to attack the FBI over this uh, and endanger FBI agents uh, mm -hmm. is just another uh, uh, damaging level of irresponsibility. Look, nobody's in dam damaging FBI agents' lives. We are a damage and a threat to their jobs. We are a damage. We are a threat, and we will damage their careers for what they've done. But when you you just heard Shifty Adam Shift tell you exactly what you needed to know, he said it doesn't matter whether they're classified or declassified. It could matter. What what, what they could be looking at is. Is it a threat to national security? So what they're going to allude to, is what, or what he's alluding to there, is, look, I don't know anything. A lot of ifs and uhs and uhs and ifs. We don't know anything. We screwed this up. We botched this. However, this could be an FBI plant, sting, whatever, to say that he had information that was harming national security. And if he has information that was, quote, harming national security... Well, then they might try to go one way or another, folks. They're not going to stop until Donald Trump is dead. That's what they want. They want Donald Trump dead and gone. So there is no possible way that he can ever return to Washington, D.C. and make good on his one promise that he's not yet had the opportunity to make good on. And that is completely drain the swamp. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a blessing to be here with you every single day, Monday through Friday, of course, throughout the day and in the evenings on Real America's Voice News. And like people in the audience are saying, do you think Trump was dumb enough do you think Trump was dumb enough to keep any records anywhere that could have got him into trouble? Or how about this? Do you think Donald Trump is corrupt like Adam Shifty Schiff and Nancy Stretchface Armstrong and all of those other career corrupt politicians to want to do that when he didn't even have to? You don't have to have a memorialized ceremony to declassify records, especially if you're baiting traps for the deep state, which is exactly what is going on here. Now, um, we're going to uh, we're gonna get to a lot of stuff uh, in the first and foremost section uh, surrounding uh, them taking his passports and many other things. But I wanted to start with that cold open so you can see that none of these people who've been in on these hoaxes from the very beginning have any real solid evidence. They never have. They don't have any ser uh, serious, solid, credible proof that Donald Trump did anything wrong. All of this is a fly by the seat of their pants, hoping, hoping 
that they can buy themselves enough time to manufacture whatever evidence they need to indict Donald J. Trump so they can at least try to do anything they can to make it so that he can never come back because we know that the Shamuary 6 committee did nothing to further their case. And we also know that Liz Cheney has got one foot out the political door uh, as her primary comes up tomorrow there in Wyoming. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, a big uh, big primary in Wyoming tomorrow. Get out and vote. And since you do uh, rank choice voting in Alaska, and tomorrow is your primary day there as well, do not put Lisa Murkowski on any second or third or fourth choices, okay? She's worse than a Democrat. Rhinos are worse than Democrats, period. At least with a Democrat, you know what you're going to get and you know what, where you should be fighting them on the battlefield. With a rhino, you do not. What is more dangerous? What is more dangerous? So, ladies and gentlemen, remember that tomorrow, Liz Cheney in Wyoming, and, of course, your ranked choice voting up in Alaska with Lisa Murkowski, and do not vote Liz Cheney, do not vote Lisa Murkowski. Vote Kelly Chewbacca in Alaska, and vote Hageman in Wyoming. Let's get rid of these rhinos once and for all and continue to run the table on these corrupt, dirty scumbags. Ladies and gentlemen, also, Jim Jordan said, that there are now 14 FBI whistleblowers who have come forward to uh, members of Congress now, 14, which is a drastic increase from one year ago at this time when six FBI agents had come forward to Jim Jordan and other Republican Congress, uh, congressmen and women uh, as whistleblowers. Now that's 14. It is over doubled in one year. Like Jim Jordan said, there are good people there trying to make a difference. But when you're dealing with the FBI and the DOJ, you're bugged six ways from Sunday. And how are you supposed to ever whistleblow? I would like to thank the folks that are on the, uh, the donation train on Rumble right now. We've got JL Jazz. We've got Miranda Dolan who says God is up in heaven laughing at all of them. You cannot beat God for the slush fund for Eli and Troy Farr, $25 says for Jeremy Harrell's campaign. Thank you. As you, mo- most of you know, I am running for state representative in District 6 in the great granite state of New Hampshire. And uh, it is my honor to do so. It's my duty to do so. How incredibly hypocritical would I be to tell you all to get off your butts and go run for a local office? and then not do it myself. How incredibly hypocritical would that be of me to do? Every single show host who tells you to go get involved as a precinct committee man, or every, city, uh, every show host who tells you to get involved in your school boards or get involved in your state races or your federal races, and they don't? I don't know. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. I'm a father of five with plenty of things to do. I didn't need to run for office. But I tell you, if I'm going to ask you to do it, then I'm at least going to make a valiant effort at it myself. Let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. And while we're there, if you're watching, if, while we're going to the Lord, if you're watching on social media, Rumble or Getter, do not forget what your duty is when you're watching these shows. If you're watching on any social media platform, what your do- duty is. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News right now, you should also pick up your phone and grab and go to that Rumble page, Live from America. Go to Getter, do whatever you got to do and share the message out. That's your duty, just as much as it is mine. And remember, we are now at 30,500 live from America family members on Rumble, and we are at 930,000 total Rumbles, almost a million. The more you get there, the more you Rumble, the more we get there, the quicker we get there. Here we go. August 15th, a day before my B-Day, 
It's good that you cling to my hope as a lifeline when you're struggling with various problems. However, your tendency to be problem-focused robs you of much joy. How many of you, when something bad happens out there, are you focused more on the problem rather than the solution? How many of you are, uh, are, 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 you are gazing at your problems rather than gazing at God? Look, gl- you, can, you can glance at your problems, but you need to gaze at God. Remember that, folks. When bad things happen, shift your focus from your problems to the Lord, and you will overcome it in no time. I promise you that. As you cling to hope, look to me for help. You can be joyful and patient in the midst of affliction. From Proverbs 23, 18, I've been reading Proverbs like crazy lately. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Will not be cut off. And from Hebrews 19 through 20, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul. Firm and secure, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf. And before you turn out the light tonight, make the effort to focus more on my presence than your difficulties. It is worth it. I second that. I second that, God. All right, please remove your hats if you're wearing a hat. In some parts of the world, it's early. In some parts of the world, it's late. I don't know where you guys are, but please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's go to the Lord from your lips to his ears. Let him hear your worship. Let him hear your thanksgiving. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, you see that we're winning, right? You see that we're winning the information war. We're see, you see that we're winning the battle for our children. You see that we're winning the battle for God Almighty himself. There's a lot of winning going on, and there's a lot of great things. We never said it was going to be easy to take this country back. Amer- Oops, excuse In me. America, we Wrong soundbite. We never said it was going to be easy to take this country back, but we will. We will take this country back one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time, one year at a time. It'll be a generational thing, and it will not ever be taken away again. We'll be right back right after this. And again, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for that quick, uh, that false sound bite there. I did not mean to play that, but amen. Look at all of you. Jeremy, you may not see me much in chat anymore. Life is super busy. I'll always reply. Lisa Naquin, God bless you, girl. We love you. Never apologize. Uh, Love you, God's children. Yes, thank you very much. So his will be done, says Maybell 313. Let's go over to Getter real quick. Say hello to our Getter family. We know we got some live viewers over there always crushing it over there on Getter and holding it down for the LFA family over there. Let's see who we've got. I've just jumped on the Getter chat here. So we've got Suzanne who said rumbled, liked, and shared while she's watching on Getter. That is a true LFA family member who went over to get her, rumbled it and shared it and then went ba- or went over to rumble and then went back to get her. We've got Thomas in the building. How you doing? Snapdragons is here. Barb from Kind Embroidery. How are you? Good to see you. Debbie Wilson. Thank you. Ruby Hines is in the building. Pat Cat Lady. 
says you are the best Patriots, and I love you all. How crazy is it? How awesome is it that we can come on here and see familiar faces and see familiar names every single day? And then, of course, on Telegram Tuesdays, we put voices to names, and we start becoming even more close. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, if you do not have Telegram and you want to join in on these, join in. It's so fun. It is so fun. Raise your hand in the comment section if you've been part of a Telegram Tuesday, and raise your hand again if... Ladies and gentlemen, you have, part, uh, have been able to speak and call in on Telegram and, uh, and let people know how great it is and invite them in as well. Invite them in as well. All right, let's get back to our show. First and foremost section, we're going to talk about Trump's passports. Share the video. Get it out there. We're getting ready to go crazy. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, where you get real news, honest views. And let me tell you what, Anna Perez Steve Bannon, Jeremy Harrell, Drew Hernandez, Jack Posobiec. You know what I mean? John Fredericks. You got the guys from Studio 6B. All right? You've got so many strong voices coming from this news network, and they're growing their partnerships. TPUSA, Real America's Voice News, LFA TV. You got so many great people like Heather, uh, Heather Mullins and April Moss. And I mean, the list goes on and on and on. David Brody, John Fredericks, real good people trying to save this country. And we got to make sure that we always show them some love uh, all the time, 24 hours a day. Those people are out there fighting hard, and we need to, uh, we need to recognize. All right, lift your cups up. Here we go. Let's have our first slurp of the day. President Trump. Obviously, this is the talk of the day, folks. And those watching on Real America's Voice News later in the evening, you probably heard this all day, but you're going to get my take on this now. President Trump claiming that the FBI seized, or should I say stole, thievery, theft, crookedness, corruption. This is what they're all about. They stole his three passports, including a passport, that was expired. And that is a claim from Donald J. Trump today, earlier today, as he says the FBI seized not only his personal property and property protected under attorney-client privilege, which we talked about on the morning show, but now, ladies and gentlemen, yes, they've, uh, President Trump said today that the FBI seized his three passports in its raid of Mar-a-Lago. He said, wow, he posted on Truth, in the raid by the FBI of Mar-a-Lago, they stole my three passports. One expired, along with everything else. This is an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country. Third world, Donald Trump said on his Truth social page on Monday. And by the way, if you want to follow me on Truth Social, I am at Real Jeremy Harrell. Again, at Real Jeremy Harrell. You do have to put in the at sign in order to find me for some real weird reason. But there it is right there. There is Donald Trump's truth. Wow, they stole my stuff. Now, I want to read something for you. Well, let's, let's get through this. More than three dozen FBI agents descended on Trump's house. We all know. They went through rooms they weren't legally uh, allowed to be in. They had no jurisdiction to be in rooms that they were in. Uh, Eric Trump said the cameras were never turned off. Everybody was acting inappropriately. We know they went through Melania's uh, closet. We know that they left it an absolute mess, ladies and gentlemen. And now President Trump says they have stolen and taken my three passports. Trump's passports are not classified information. Trump's passports are not classified documents. So why did the FBI take them? Why did the FBI 
take President Donald J. Trump's three passports? Well, Jack Posobiec posted this earlier on his Getter page and on his Truth Social page. They, tr- they took Trump's passports because all of this is building towards his indictment by Biden's DOJ. Pay attention. Do you think, ladies and gentlemen, that the FBI and the DOJ dares to indict or arrest Donald J. Trump on phony charges? Do you think that they dare to, after knowing and feeling and seeing and hearing and smelling the support that the current real president, the legitimately elected president has, do you think that they dare to do that? It would send this country into chaos. Do you think they dare to do that? That's a good question. I have my personal uh, opinions uh, that would support they do dare it and support that they don't dare to. But I want to ask you your questions. Do you think that the FBI, the DOJ, and the illegitimate left dares to send this country into chaos? And do you think that they are going to do that? I would like, I'm actually going to put a, um, I I actually think I'm going to put a a poll up on on True Social uh, and look at everybody says, yes, they will. Yes, they will. Absolutely. Nobody's going to do anything to stop it. Yes, they would. So you think that the FBI and the DOJ would send this country into possible civil war and complete destruction just to try to take Trump down. It looks like there's not a single person out there that says they wouldn't. So here's my next question. Do you think they're going to? Do you think they're going to? Well, here's a little bit of a uh, here's a little bit of a wake up call. Maybe if you if you don't think they're going to, or if you think that they have nothing planned, this is currently the FBI headquarters right now. This is currently the FBI headquarters right now. What do you see? I see barricades. I see razor wire. I see fences. I see the same level of fear as they had when they stole the election and barricaded themselves in the Capitol, uh, Capitol building area and, had, uh, and, and literally put National Guard's troops outside with live rounds, with firearms, ready to shoot the American people if they did anything. So my question is, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI is barricading themselves in at their headquarters in D.C., and one must ask why. The crooks running the FBI are either scared that they have gone too far or they're trying to build another BS narrative that President Trump and the bulk of Americans that support him are violent radicals. So they're either scared that they went too far or they're scared about what they're about to do or, ladies and gentlemen, they are trying to build a narrative with FBI fake false flag operatives to say that President Trump supporters... We already told you this morning they have, they have um, reports they put out on the FBI bulletin that Americans are threatening dirty bombs at FBI uh, outposts and headquarters. I don't think anybody in the world that wants to actually achieve their goal of setting off a bomb dirty or clean would announce that they're going to do it, number one. I, I highly doubt that. But see, this, these are these false flags by these FBI agents. And when you as a government, as folks, folks, how... How clear do I have to say this? As a government agency, FBI, DOJ, DOD, NSA, CIA, whatever you want, any alphabet agency, as the government itself, if they have to barricade themselves in and keep themselves safe from we the people, what does that tell you? 
that they are already gone too far. And tell me what the Constitution says. You tell me what the Constitution says about a government that gets to be like the government is today and has to literally turn its own soldiers on, we the people, who pay them to do this. Authorities erected barricades around the Federal Bureau of Incompetence headquarters in Washington, D.C. this weekend. The Bureau claims it has seen an increase in threats against the FBI and its agents in the wake of FBI's raid on former, Donald, uh, former President Donald J. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home last week. Does anybody actually believe that people are out there threatening FBI agents' lives, any Trump supporters. Name me one. Name me one, and I'll bring them on this show, and I will tell them how incredibly stupid they're acting, and to stop it right now, because I've not seen that from anybody. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. The threats that we're making against you are against the agency as a whole being funded by we the people. That is the threat. Those are the threats, and those are legitimate and legal threats, by the way. Legitimate and legal threats. None of this crap that you're trying to peddle is, oh, they're, the uh, uh, Trump supporters are saying they're going to bomb the headquarters. Shut your mouth. No, they're not. No, they're not. That is an absolute lie. And I want to see these credible threats. I want to know where they're coming from. And I want to make sure I want to trace them back to the FBI. Because that's where they're going. You trace back any of these threats, it's going to go right back to the FBI. These guys are the worst. The absolute worst. Now, President Donald Trump, um, I was going to report this last Friday. Um... But I didn't actually hear what the private message was, what the direct private message was. I just knew that President Trump reached out to uh, uh, acting attorney general, illegitimate Merrick Gardenome Garland, who cried about a Supreme Court nomination uh, being handed to him and then being taken away like a little wimp, like a little wussy that he is. Uh, apparently, uh, Donald Trump sent a private message to Attorney General Merrick Gardenome Garland right before the Department of Justice's press conference last week where they announced why they did this days later, asking him what he could do to cool things off. That's President Trump reaching out to Merrick Gardenome Garland saying, look, what can I do? Does that sound like somebody who's uncooperative? Does that sound like somebody that you had to raid? Does that sound like somebody that you literally had to embarrass and raid and manufacture evidence against somebody that calls you knowing that you're after him illegally and illegitimately calls you and says, what can I do to cool things off? Now, this was reported by the Times, so who knows? But the Times reported that Trump sent uh, Garden, Garland a message asking just before the Department of Justice News Conference Thursday afternoon what he could do to bring down the political tensions after the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. Why? Because he knows what real Americans are going to do for somebody who fought for them. Donald Trump doesn't have to do a dog whistle. Donald Trump doesn't have to go, please come to my defense. We, the people, know that you are screwing over somebody that we trust, somebody that we know loves this country legitimately. So your war is not with Donald Trump, you scumbag losers. Your war is with us. Pick on somebody your own size. We're the ones paying your salary, you worthless nobodies. And for you FBI agents that are still in there trying to whistleblow, God bless you. And for you FBI agents that are in there doing absolutely nothing but following orders, like brown shirt scumbag wussies, well, may God have mercy on you and your, uh, and your life. May God have mercy on you. That's all I have to say. That's not, nobody, that's not anybody threatening anybody. That's saying in a spiritual realm, may God have mercy on you. Pick on somebody your own size, Merrick. Garden Gnome Garland, Christopher Ray, scumbag corrupt losers.
I have no problem saying it. I have no problem saying what I say on a day in and day out basis. And you want to know what? My wife tells me, cool it. My producer tells me, cool it. My kids tell me, cool it. But I can't. And I won't. I'm sorry. This is what God put me here to do. This is what I have the ability to do. Be loud and do it from a biblical and a truth positive point of view. And that's just going to be the way it is. That's always going to be the way it is. Period. Period. You look. The Bible says it, folks. The Bible says it right out. Fear not those who have the power to kill your body and do nothing more. Fear him. Fear him that has the power to cast your soul into the depths of hell. Fear him. Don't fear them. You think that I fear them coming down and shutting down this show, putting me in prison for the rest of my life, or maybe even offing me, Epstein, uh, uh, killing me like they did Epstein? You think I fear that? I don't fear that. I don't. And a lot of people will say, of course you do. Of course you feel that. You're just saying that because you don't think it's ever going to happen. They've already come to my door. What do you mean I don't think it's going to happen? The FBI has already visited me. I've already been to prison in my life. Tell me again why that I, don't fe- that I fear them. I don't fear them. I don't fear them for nothing and never will. Never. We, the people, are in charge of this country. We, the people, are too big for you to beat. You might be able to pick off one or two of us, but you're never going to kill the spirit of America. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the God's honest truth. You're never going to kill that spirit. So do yourself a favor, ladies and gentlemen. Do yourself a favor and join a bigger patriot community. Join AMAC today, not AARP. You want the same benefits as AMAC, but with none of the liberal, crazy Marxist uh, bullcrap? You want the same benefits as something like an AARP, but you're not 90 years old, so you can't get it? Who cares? AMAC, ladies and gentlemen, visit amac.us slash LFA. Because now, now is a critical time to be be vigilant in the defense of our freedoms. Now is the time to be vigilant in making sure that the size of our government doesn't grow and, and, and act like a tyrannical leader against us. AMAC is the fastest growing conservative and God-fearing organization in America. Well over 2 million people have joined and now carry the AMAC membership card. AMAC was built by regular folks who feel the same way as you do, and you are not alone. What does AMAC believe in? They believe in the values of the United States of America. They believe in the Constitution. They believe in the sanctity of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They believe that we're fighting a good fight against a government that is way out of control. They're pro-small business. They're pro-God. They're pro-securing our border. They're pro-military. They're pro-flag, and they kneel before God. What other reasons do you need to spend 15 bucks a year? Moon says, I can't live in jail. <laughs> I'm so getting AMAC and getting rid of AARP. That's the kind of stuff we want to see, folks. That's the kind of stuff we want to see. I'm fired up, man. I'm telling you. I'm not fired up for any other reason than how they're treating Donald Trump right now today. Today, we need to consider Rolaids as a sponsor. (laughs) You might be right. We might be right. Jeremy, dang, that was a good commercial for AMAC. It sure was. I didn't even know I was going to do that at that point, to be honest with you. Sometimes they just come when they come, you know? Let's get back to the show. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, folks, here from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. And I just told the audience during the break, I am so fired up right now 
but I'm fired up mostly because of what they're doing to Donald Trump and his family. I wish I could give them some sort of uh, comfort. I wish I could give them some sort of virtual hug that would make them feel better. I wish I could wrap them in, a, in an actual armor of God myself, but that's God's job to do that. You can't beat God, and God always wins. By the way, make sure you check out the brand new blue and gray You Can't Beat God hats on jeremyharrell.com. And please, if you're watching on Rumble, let's share that out. Let's go back to the false flags for a minute. I want to go back to the FBI false flags because we talked about this earlier today. We just brought it up again in the first first and foremost section. And I want to continue talking about that because today, today, we got word that it is now confirmed, not a pipe dream, not a tinfoil hat moment, not a right-wing talking point, no, but confirmed that there were at least, ladies and gentlemen, and listen very closely to the words that are coming out of my mouth so you can share this with your loser liberal friends and family and they can understand that you were right this whole time. There were at least 20 undercover FBI agents and ATF agents embedded at the Capitol building on January 6th alongside several, don't know the number, but several Capitol Police agents. We knew this, you knew this, now we all know this. Let's get into this story. Jeremy Brown refused to be an informant for the FBI on January 6th. They wanted him to be one of their operatives at the January 6th Trump rally. The FBI called Jeremy's cell phone. We talked about this about, what, six months ago now, five months ago. We showed you the video and everything where they showed up on his doorstep. They called Jeremy's cell phone, asked for a meeting after trying to contact him at his house. Jeremy then met with the FBI agents at a restaurant in Ybor City in December. If you don't know where Ybor City is, it is in Florida, in Tampa. He told Brandon Gray that 38 seconds into the interview, the FBI attempted to recruit him to spy on the Oath Keepers. Jeremy refused to be an FBI agent, so they stormed his home and arrested him on bogus misdemeanor charges months after the January 6th protests. Thursday afternoon, uh, September 30th, At 3.45 p.m. Eastern, Jeremy raided, this is last year, the FBI raided Jeremy Brown's home and arrested him. The charge is trespassing. The FBI sent 20 vehicles for his arrest. DHS and Pinellas County law enforcement were also present. The FBI was in Jeremy's home for five and a half hours looking for any evidence they could. Jeremy is still in jail in Florida on a misdemeanor charge, and it appears like the government is holding him as a political prisoner for not working with the FBI as an operative on January 6th. The FBI finally admitted last September to the Times that they were running informants and operatives inside groups attending the January 6th rallies in Washington, D.C. Now, now, folks, just let's, we're, we're, we're bringing it back then because we have to show you how long the FBI had been a part of this, to even have informants inside Trump groups. Think about that. Think about when this plan was actually formulated. Think about that. In fact, one of the first protesters inside the U.S. Capitol building was an FBI informant. What a surprise. There's also evidence that the U.S. Capitol Police were also running informants and operatives inside the Trump crowd, including members who entered the U.S. Capitol with protesters. And of course, we all know Ray Epps, right? And now we learned that 20 assets from the FBI and the uh, ATF um, were embedded in the crowds at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The Epic Times, or Epoch Times, whatever you want to call them, uh, reported this. At least 20 FBI agents, uh, FBI and ATF, 
were called assets, and they were embedded around the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And this is coming from a defense attorney who claimed it in court on April 12th of this year. The allegation was made in a motion seeking to dismiss seditious conspiracy and obstruction charges against 10 Oath Keepers uh, defendants, um, and one of them is the mo- uh, excuse me, 10 Oath Keeper defendants in one of the most prominent January 6th criminal cases. David W. Fisher, attorney for Thomas E. Caldwell of Berryville, Virginia, filed a 41-page motion to dismiss four counts on behalf of all Oath Keeper cases defendants before U.S. District Judge Amit P. Mehta in Washington. Caldwell is charged in the indictment but is not a member of the Oath Keepers, he told the Times back in March. At least 20 FBI agents and assets were embedded around uh, in the Capitol on January 6th. Reads a footnote on page 6 of the motion. No other details were provided in the document. So, folks, I guarantee you it was larger than that. I guarantee you it was larger than that. And for that to be in a motion, for that to be within the motion, on page 6 of their motion to a federal judge, then, ladies and gentlemen, you know that they have the names of these federal FBI and ATF agents, and they have the names of the several Capital City police that were also in there. So if they have the names of these people, imagine how many people were actually embedded in that group of Antifa members who were working for the FBI so the FBI could throw them under the bus in case anything ever came down to what it's coming down to now. How many BLM members? Huh? How many of these larger groups that are not affiliated legally anyway or on paper with alphabet agencies but that were never investigated and arrested for the summer of love? How many of them were recruited to work with the FBI and the DOJ? All they ever had to say is we're going after Trump. You want in? Sure, of course we do. So now we know that. Now, speaking of the January 6th defendants, I would like to give a big Big, big shout out and possibly the Smarty Award. I think they're going to get the Smarty Award for today. But Jim and Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit, I've become pretty close with these guys. They're doing amazing work. But do you guys realize that to date, Jim and Joe Hoft and Kara Castronova have raised $2 million from people like you, from people like myself and people around the country. We did it right here on LFA. We raised the money for them. 1800 bucks, as a matter of fact, to go towards the Gateway Pundit for legal fees. 600 of it was to go towards to the J6 political prisoners. But they have raised nearly $2 million for the political prisoners and their families and their lawyer bills, and they're still wasting away in prison. How is this even, how is this even possible? How is this even possible? I'll tell you how, because decades, so many of you out there and myself and our parents and our grandparents said, don't talk about politics and religion. It's not worth it. Yeah. Look where we are now, gramps. For the past several weeks, Ashley Babbitt's mother, Mickey Whithoft, has been holding a vigil in front of the D.C. Gitmo, the Washington, D.C. prison holding the political prisoners from January 6th. The political prisoners at the D.C. Gitmo are awaiting trial after being held for over a year now under horrendous conditions, some of them with just misdemeanor charges. Mickey Whithoff is a board member of Citizens Against Political Persecution, and the Gateway Pundit contributor Kara Castronova is the co-founder and the president of the group. For several days, Mickey has been holding a vigil outside of D.C. Gitmo in support of the human rights that are being violated inside that very building by Democrats 
So you know out there, all you regular everyday people out there that know that this is wrong and that believe in the rule of law, Democrats are doing this. Mickey told the Gateway Pundit, I know if my daughter, Ashley, was alive, this, exact, this is exactly where she would be, outside the steps of the jail, and that's why I'm here for my daughter, who they murdered, who Michael Byrd shot in the neck and murdered, and yet they're raiding President Trump's home. Got it. Cool. On Sunday, Mickey held another gathering outside the D.C. Gitmo, and during the session, political prisoner John Mellis called in and thanked ev- several people and organizations supporting the detainees. John thanked Kara, the, Amer- the American Gulag, and the Gateway Pundit for their support, saying this, quote, I'd like, to shout out to some, I'd like to give a shout out to some of our outstanding supporters, the good people who have given up so much to support us. I want everyone to know that we all love them. So I'll just go down the list. Professor David Clements, David Samaral, Kara Castronova from CAPP, Nick and Laura from the American Gulag, and I have a special thanks to Jim Hoft, Kelly Wild, and Kara for helping us raise um, $2 million directly that went directly to our Give, Send, Go accounts to help them with attorney fees and to help their families through these tough times. So I want to say thank you so very much to Jim and Joe Hoft for putting their money where their mouth is and doing something good with their, uh, with their platform, which is the Gateway Pundit. Smarty Award of the Day goes to Jim and Joe Hoff to the Gateway Pundit. Folks, when you have a platform, you darn, well better, you darn well better use it. If you have a platform these days and you're just trying to get likes and views and you're not trying to save this country or you're not trying to save political prisoners or you're not trying to save people who are being, whose human rights are being violated, well, then you're not doing your job. If you're not doing that with your platform, then you're not doing your job. We'll be right back with more Live from America. From New Hampshire, right after this. Stay tuned. Again, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of people with a lot more outreach than I have, and I don't see them doing anything at all except for going live every day and saying, we shouldn't allow this to happen, but are offering no solutions and are not running for office themselves. It actually kind of ticks me off. It actually kind of ticks me off. Doesn't it you? I mean, think about it. Think of all the people that you watch daily. Name them off in your head right now. I guarantee you, well, I'm not going to say any names, but I'll guarantee you, folks, I'll guarantee you that you're all saying a lot of the same names in your own head. And ask yourself, are they running for office? Are they putting their name on that dotted line? Are they signing up for anything? Or are they just doing their show and collecting their millions every day? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. We're just trying to scrape by, but yet we're finding time. And I'm saying we as in the LFA family, we're all finding time, aren't we? We're all finding time to take over these school boards, take over these uh, precinct committee seats, making sure that we're poll watchers running for office. We're all doing it. Why can't they? Because they're too busy collecting their millions of dollars. That's why. That's exactly why. Is tomorrow the Teletubby day? Yes, it is. Tomorrow is the Teletubby day. All right, folks, before we come back from this commercial break, I'd like to highlight Gold Co., folks. Goldco.com, 855-559-3433. Another great outstanding sponsor. Now, they were a sponsor, and then they left, and then we needed some sponsorship, so they came back, 
and they know what we do here. That's the great thing about these folks. And these are people that are trying to help people that actually have money in the market or have money in savings or have money in their 401ks or have money somewhere saved for their nest egg to be able to convert some half or all of their money into gold and silver. At least you'd feel a lot better about your investment. At least you'd feel a little bit better when the market tanks and you've got gold and silver bars either with gold or at home. So do yourself a favor today because the last time the economy looked like the way Biden has it right now, gold went up 1,300%, silver went up 800%. I've got some now, just a little, not a lot, but I've got some. I'm also drinking my Brickhouse Nutrition. I'm also an AMAC member. I am also doing everything else that I ask you guys to do. Now, whether you do it or not, that's not, my, that's, that's not why I'm doing it. But I'm telling you what I'm doing, and I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I'm trying to do a little bit of the same thing. So get a hold of Gold Code today, 855-559, excuse me, 3433, or go to goldcode.com. The links are all in my description, just so you know. You can quick link right over to them. All right, you're going to really get ticked when you see this next story about what they did to Greg Phillips this weekend. I'll tell you that. You guys all know who Greg Phillips is by now, right? Well, get ready to be pretty mad about what, they're, what they did to him in Scottsdale, Arizona. And then we're going to highlight who the restaurant is that did it and the police. Let's do this. Here we go. We're live right back here on LFA, Real America's Voice News Live from America. Thank you very much for being here. God bless this entire LFA audience, whether you're watching on RAV, whether you're watching on LFA, whether you're watching on digital TV, social media, or satellite TV. We're glad to be in your living room this evening, and I know some of you go, God, that, voice, that guy screams all the time. He's so loud, i got to turn my TV all the way down just to watch him. I'm sorry. I'm pumped up. I'm hopped up on caffeine and, 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 and Field of Greens, and i got a lot of energy and a lot of things to say. So bear with me. But right now, we got to highlight what happened to Mr. Greg Phillips. You all know Greg Phillips from True the Vote. You all know Greg Phillips from his role in putting out the 2,000 mules and getting all the information, cell phone data, everything that we needed to find these 2,000 mules. And, he, and with, this help of, uh, with the help of Catherine Engelbrecht and with the help of Heather Mullins and with the help of Dinesh D'Souza, they put out one of the most damning pieces of evidence in that documentary that anybody has ever seen when it comes to the 2020 election. But you know what? When you do that, you're going to pay for it. When you go against the grain, you're going to pay for it. When you try to take down evil leftist Democrats, Marxist communists, you're going to pay for it. And people like Greg Phillips and myself have no problems doing that. Let's get into the story and then talk about what happened. And I'll show you a video of it as well. This weekend, a couple hundred journalists, lawmakers, social media influencers, and others gathered in Arizona for an event labeled The Pit. A lot of you guys watched the live streams of it. And of course, so did I. The event was put on by a source of explosive documentary, 2,000 Mules and True the Vote. The True the Vote founder, Catherine Engelbrecht, alongside Greg Phillips, worked with documentary filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza and um, reporters like Heather Mullins to put forward compelling evidence of ballot trafficking across crucial swing states in the 2020 election, including in the state of the event that they were at, Arizona. Now, after the event, at an undisclosed location, which we now know what it is, participants of the pit were bussed back to Scottsdale, Arizona, where a private social gathering was organized at the Hotel Valley Ho in their Sands meeting venue that was rented out specifically for this event for the attendees of the pit. Sometime around 9 p.m. local time there, the event was interrupted by Greg Phillips who calmly announced that he would be leaving the event 
because he was asked to vacate the premises for carrying a firearm for his own protection. Now, you, what, I, what did I just say? There's going to be consequences to you, to me, to Greg, to Bannon, to, to Jack, to, to, to anybody standing up against this tyrannical government who's trying to literally usher in communism. So, of course, he's going to carry a firearm for his own protection. Now, when Greg Phillips made the announcement, the gathering that was there for that event, that rented the whole house for that event, also immediately began to leave in unison over the apparent decision of management at this hotel to eject the party's guest of honor, who was Greg Phillips, over carrying a concealed firearm at a private event. Now, in the parking lot, after he was booted from the hotel, Greg Phillips was confronted by Scottsdale PD, and we have a video of the interaction, which I'm going to show you in a minute. Now, just to remind you, Arizona does not require a license to carry, neither does New Hampshire, neither open nor concealed, just like New Hampshire. It also does not restrict one from carrying inside an establishment that sells liquor if that person has a concealed carry permit, and there isn't a specific criteria of signage posted. It is unclear if that applies only to Arizona permits or out-of-state permits that Arizona reciprocates with as well. Now, regardless, ARS 4229 states this. We've got to state the law. If we're going to talk about it, then we've got to state it. It is affirmative defense to a violation of subsection B of this section if the person was not informed of the notice prescribed in subsection A of this section before the violation or two, any one or more of the following apply. At the time of the violation, the person was not a resident of this state. This means that the establishment that was being contracted to host the event would have had to first ask Greg Phillips to leave before he was guilty of a crime. And Phillips would have had to be a resident of Arizona. Now, I personally know that the, uh, the former happened because Phillips announced his departure to the crowd and left. Phillips is also not a resident of Arizona. He was also not asked by the establishment at any point in that night to leave. This is a clear political hit job, and the, and the police there should also be ashamed of themselves. Let me show you guys, if I could, real quick. This is the hotel, Hotel Valley Ho. And as you can see, their number is right here. Grab this cursor. Right here, 480-376-2600. Again, the power of the people, folks. This is the way the left does it. This is the way we need to do it, too. 480-376-2600. And if you watch tomorrow's morning show, all you got to do is go to jeremyherald.com to quick connect over to any of my social media platforms to watch it. We're going to be calling them tomorrow morning. We're going to be calling them and we're going to be finding out what in the H-E double hockey sticks happened and why they did this and why they did not ask him to leave. Now, I'm not going to play the first portion of this video where police confront Greg Phillips because there's a lot of swearing in there that I didn't want to take the time to bleep out. But I will play you um, what I can play you of it. And that's this right here. And by the way, what you're going to see is let's transition this over if we can. All right. Here is Greg Phillips. Here is the police officer. There's more police officers over here to the left, but right here you'll see the, uh, the manager of the establishment saying that she told him to take off his gun or told him to get rid of it. That's all bull crap. It's all bull crap. Check this out. Okay, but that's 
We're not, we're not, we're not, just let, let him go. You can't have privacy. Let him, let him go. Hold on, hold on. You can have him outside. So you know, see how that's an oxymoron. Stop. Stop. That is false. You're lying. You never asked me not to carry on the property. I never even talked to you before. I've never even talked to you before. All right, let's stop that. Let's stop that. Let's take that back. Let's take that back. She said, I asked you to stop carrying. The light went off so you can't see it. But she said, I asked you to stop carrying the firearm. He says, that is false. I've never even talked to you before. Calling her out right to her chunky little face. So you know, see how that's an oxymoron. Stop. That is false. You're lying. You never asked me not to carry on the property. I never even talked to you before. I've never even talked to you before. Yeah, I said, hi, my name is Amber. I'm director of food and beverage. Yes, we did talk right What the hell are you talking about? So, Greg, 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 my man, give me up. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to take this back. I apologize. We didn't show the beginning, or we didn't show the video there in its entirety. So, um... Let's go back and show what we can again. One more time. This is Greg Phillips, if you're just joining in. Um, basically, being trespassed from an event, and you've got some liberal blowhard manager saying, I'm the director of food and beverage. Oh, yay, yay, yay. I'm the director of food and beverage here at the motel, and I asked you to take you. He said, I've never even talked to you before. Great, Great. Said, so we hired Guys, just hold on so a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not, we're not, we're not, just let, let him go. You can't have privacy. Let him, let him go. Hold on, hold on. You can have him outside. So you know, see how that's an oxymoron, right? Stop. 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 That's a, that is false. You're lying. You never asked me not to carry on the property. I never even talked to you before. I've never even talked to you before. Yeah, I said, hi, my name is Amber. I'm director of food and beverage. Yes, we did Hi, my name is Amber, and I'm director of food and beverage, and I did ask you. No, you didn't. He says, what the hell are you talking about? Folks, these people, these scumbag losers out there are embedded in our society everywhere. And until we get a little bit of toxic masculinity back in this country, until we put people in their place, until we publicly put somebody in their place and make them look feel like, look and feel like a stupid moron that they're actually acting like, we're never going to get over this. Unless you stop being afraid to offend somebody, we're never going to get over this. We need toxic masculinity back in this country. That's exactly what we need. Maybe not the toxic masculinity that they would like to pretend exists, but actual masculinity. Men that are not afraid to look at somebody and shame them right to their face if they're trying to do this and take away and stomp on your rights we need a little bit more of that we need a little bit of accountability don't we we've gone so far pc that we can't even say to somebody what we need to say to their face without worrying about police charges or hate crimes grow a spine have a little bit of what carrie lake calls bde big desantis energy we knew it was just a matter of time, folks. We knew it was just a matter of time before they came after Christ, before they came after guns, before they came after your speech, before, and they're doing it all right now. Hey, independents, any independent watching out there, they're doing it all right now. All right? Any blue dog Democrat out there that, 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 that thinks their Democrat party left them, look what they're doing to people right now. You either agree with it or you don't. You either agree with it or you don't. Meanwhile, they keep trying to shove COVID down your throat, right? They keep trying to shove COVID down your throat. We should be more afraid of these of these of the CDC 
destroying our lives, then we should be about worrying about a little PC. Real men need to stand up. You got uh, Lloyd Austin, the department, uh, the, the director of national defense, whatever the heck is uh, state uh, state department. Sorry, got a little bit of Biden there. The head of the state department, he's got, he's been vaxxed 47 times and boosted to the moon and he just caught COVID. You got the, the CEO of Pfizer who literally is a walking vaccine and he just got COVID yet they extend all that. They want you to be worried about that, but they don't, but they want you not to be a man. They don't want you to stand up. They don't want you to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. We've gone nuclear MAGA. We're not worried about feelings anymore. We're worried about results. We're getting stuff done. Stop crying. Stop acting like a little wussy. Act like a man. Stand up. Take your country back for crying out loud. We'll be right back. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, inside scoop here. I'm trying to get Greg Phillips. He's got a uh, podcast that he calls Patriot Games. And I'm trying to get Greg Phillips as a, um, as a show host on LFA TV. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Antonio Sabato Jr., Jeremy Harrell, Mike Crispy, Sean Forrest from the Loud Majority, Greg Phillips, Anna Perez? Like, are you kidding me? Those names? So if anybody follows Greg, please let him know, boy, we would love to see you on LFA TV because I think Greg Phillips would fit right in here on LFA TV. What do we got here for rumbles, guys? What are we looking at? We got 3,600 people, but we don't even have 1,000 rumbles. We need to do a little bit better on that. Let's do a little bit better on that before we uh, finish out this show and finish out strong. But I would love to have Greg Phillips. I think Greg Phillips would be absolutely amazing to have as part of this team. What about you guys? You guys feel that way? Patriot Games on LFA TV, I love it. I'm all about it. So we're working on that just so you guys know. We're working on that, and we're working on a lot of things for LFA TV. And I'm going to tell you another thing, too. LFA family is going to have a major presence at these big events, these Freedom Fests and these CPACs. LFA family is going to have a major presence, and guess what? When the LFA family shows up at these events, you're going to be treated like royalty. We're going to give you VIP access to ask questions to these guests that we have in front of, our, in, in front of us. We're going to let the audience ask these questions. The LFA family is about to take over in ways that nobody sees coming. And I'm proud to be here right next to you guys. Proud to be here right next to you guys to do that. Before we come back from this last commercial break, let's quickly talk about how you can, again, save more money and have more of a reliability and more, and more trust in your cell phone by switching to Pure Talk Today, ladies and gentlemen, switch to Pure Talk today. It's owned by a veteran in Covington, Georgia. Real people, real men, real people, own, uh, real Americans that you talk to when you call and have a problem. Switch to Pure Talk today. Same 5G network, half the cost. Uh, Pure Talk drew the line when it, when it saw these cell phone companies screwing over people and charge them $150 a month, $100 a month. So you can lock in talk, text, data, and America's on America's most reliable 5G network for 30 bucks a month, plus get 50% off your first month. When you make the switch today, just go to puretalk.com and use promo code Jeremy. The average family saves over 75 bucks a month. My wife and I are switching to as soon as our contract with U.S. Crap Cellular is done. They've not been very good. They've charged us out the wazoo. Patriot, uh, Pure Talk won't go to Pure Talk. You, at, uh, by the way, folks, the description's all in the, li- uh, uh, the links are all in the description. Go to puretalk.com and use the promo code Jeremy. All right, let's come back from this and let's talk about how Starbucks 
is now against mail-in voting. Isn't that weird? Thought they were all for it. Kind of weird. Anyway, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you for sticking in. Thank you, stay, sticking with the show. And stay, thank you for all of your support, all of your donations. We've got a lot of donors that watch on Real America's Voice News. Go to jeremyharrell.com and check out our new items there as well on our store. Now, you remember? do you remember when Amazon was going through like a union employee uh, Uh, kind of a debacle there. They had a debate on benefits and stuff like that, and then they had a vote, a company-wide vote because of the unions, and Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, was all up in in arms because he didn't want a mail-in ballot vote for employees because he said there was too much fraud, but yet the same Jeff Bezos... Uh, puts a ton of money into our uh, elections, into our presidential elections, into our governor races, just like uh, Mark Zuckerberg does. He puts a ton of money in there, and he has no problem for a mail-in ballot uh, voting system when it comes to picking a president, but does not want it internally because he does not want the fraud that comes with it. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, Starbucks. Starbucks is doing the same exact thing. Let's get to this uh, story real quick. Starbucks asks the labor board, to suspend mail-in ballot union elections alleging massive misconduct in the voting process. Well, how about that? Well, how about that? The Seattle-based coffee giant wrote in a letter to the chairman and general counsel of the National Labor Relations Board on Monday that the labor board's officials acted inappropriately during an election in Kansas City area and has likely acted similarly uh, in other elections. Starbucks cited a career NLRB professional who approached the company as a whistleblower. More than 220 Starbucks cafes in the U.S. have voted to unionize. According to an NLRB tally as of last Friday, an additional 34 elections have been ordered or are in the progress and seven more stores are waiting to schedule elections. And the CEO of Starbucks says, we can't do this on a mail-in ballot vote. We can't do this. We can't do it because it's, there's too much fraud in mail-in ballots. Well, there you go, folks. There's too much fraud going on with the mail-in ballots. They don't want them. We don't want them. You don't want them. Nobody wants them. It's funny how these same exact uh, CEOs call for mail-in ballots for presidential and and, uh, and Senate and and Congress elections, congressional elections, but they don't want them internally because they know know what's going to happen. Folks, it's all a crock of crap. You know it. And... I know it. But anyway, we're going to end strong today. We're going to end with some words from the great Ron DeSantis from the Turning Points USA event yesterday uh, where we're going to unite the party around people like Carrie Lake and Ron DeSantis. Leave you with this gem. I think parents in this country have a right to send their kid to school, to let them watch cartoons, just to be kids without having some agenda shoved down their throats. You should not have kids in elementary school having lessons on gender ideology. You do not take a six-year-old boy and tell him he may actually be a girl. That is wrong, and that is illegal in the state of Florida because of our efforts. Not everybody liked that. The media didn't like it. There's a company with a pretty big foothold in Central Florida that didn't like it. And a lot of people said when this was going on because of all that opposition that somehow, you know, I was not going to be able to withstand that. Well, I got news for them. 
I took an oath to support and defend the people of the state of Florida. I did not take an oath to subcontract out my leadership to a California-based corporation with close ties to the CCP. Ooh, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that is your future president someday, Ron DeSantis. Anyway, folks, listen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out.